It is 11.07. The Pentagon is uh, giving a, a press conference on the China balloon. If uh, we see anything develop, we'll, we'll let you know. We'll keep you apprised. Um, we've got a couple of stories here dealing with education I want to get to. A couple more things about the, uh, the economy. Uh, yeah, the, uh, the jobs numbers look good, but that means that inflation is still rampant. That means they're going to continue to hike the interest rates. Uh, they just they got to pull the they got to pull the bandaid off. In the meantime, uh, it would appear that this uh, inflation is beginning to rack up some incredible credit card debt. Uh, the uh, U.S. credit card debt jumped nearly twenty percent, with a record nine hundred and thirty point six billion dollars. That is huge. For most Americans, inflation rising interest rates are a one-two punch. On the heels of another rate hike this week, the Federal Reserve credit card annual percentage rates are already near 20% on average and set to climb even higher. At the same time, more consumers are leaning on their credit card to afford increasingly expensive necessities like food and rent. And that helped propel total credit card debt to a record $930.6 billion at the end of 2022, an 18.5% spike from a year earlier, according to the latest quarterly trans, uh, uh, report rather from uh, TransUnion. The average balance rose to $5,805 over the same period. Nearly 20% if you made minimum payments toward this av- uh, average uh, credit card balance it would take you more than 17 years to pay off the debt and cost you more than eight grand in interest. Yeah, uh, yeah, President Biden, everything is working out just fine. You're, you're I have an idea, a- though, to solve that problem. We could come up with, uh, like, the Credit Card Forgiveness Act that, you know, would forgive these credit card. I was thinking of, of uh, just producing a multi-billion dollar coin. That would work, too. Just one it's coin. not a bad idea. Wipe out everybody's debt, um, but I'd need you to buy it. Okay. I'm a little short right now, but... Well, I know that, but how about money? I could go around and ask some folks if they'd like to contribute. Yeah. We'll just hit the rest of the stations uh, on the Zimmer Radio Group. We'll we'll pull this off. Ah, His economy is working. He's proud of it. Unbelievable. Uh, All right. uh, We've got... uh, couple more things here that I wanted to get to. We were talking about the police, uh, but I'm going to talk briefly about the weather. Uh, then we're going to go into education because we got a, a group in Ohio uh, that is running a Nazi homeschooling network. God, this terrifies me. Um, but let me get to the weather because uh, global warming is a major, major problem, uh, including on Mount Washington, where they have some of the worst weather in the country. It, uh, it's going to be, they estimate, 100 degrees below zero. That's what it's going to feel like at Mount Washington this weekend. Famous for its extreme weather conditions, but the, out, uh, the upcoming Arctic outbreak could rival one long-standing record at the summit of the mountain. Uh, apparently, uh, polar ice uh, vortex will cause temperatures to tumble to their lowest levels in years, according to uh, New England, uh, let's see, late this week. 
Um, so it's going to get very, very cold. And I'm looking at places like Ohio and Pennsylvania uh, where they're looking at really cold weather. So apparently getting uh, seven-tenths of a degree Celsius warmer at the poles doesn't really make it a lot warmer. It's still bitterly cold. All this weather tumult, all this global warming crap is just nonsense. I know, I know. Oh, it's just weather. That's not climate. Look, if you look back historically at what we know about the globe and the temperatures, we know that we have had warmer periods. Warmer periods. And we're talking about hundreds and hundreds, thousands of years ago. Long before the first SUV, the first industrial manufacturing facility, we had warmer temperatures. We had higher levels of CO2, lower levels of CO2. None of that correlates. None of that corresponds. We're coming out of an ice age. This fervent belief that somehow we're we're causing the the globe uh to uh, to warm up and that people are dying and uh, it's just it's just nonsense we are ruining our economy they're they're looking literally at regulating your gas stove how insane is this come on people wake up and I know it's not most of my listeners. Most of you know better. But those progressives out there that are just convinced nothing will. It, 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 they've been brainwashed since they were in grade school. Uh, let me go to the phones here. Is this. Uh, I, you know what, Brian? I'm just going to start here with Dan. Uh, Dan, welcome. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. How are you? Hey, Gary. How are you doing? First time right. caller. Hey, I, I got a comment about the autonomous driving, you know, flying airplanes or driving cars. Let me just ask you the question this. How many times in the last week has your computer froze or crashed? Mine hasn't, but they have in the past. Not in the last week, but they have in the past. Okay. I, I just, I mean, I, I put crashed in there. You know, that's that's kind of <laughs> fit into that, yeah. into the whole scenario. I don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. What if the computer that's uh, guiding your car seizes up? Holy Toledo. Yeah, not good. No, not all right. at all. So you, you wouldn't get in a car that uh, you couldn't steer or somebody wasn't piloting? No. If there was, if there was no nobody sitting there that could intervene... No. Yeah, I don't blame Absolutely you. I'm with not. you. You and I are going to get the hack with the driver uh, and let Brian ride in the computerized car. Thanks, Dan. <laughs> You're welcome. Take care. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. <laughs> no, no, no. I want somebody there that can stomp on the brake and spin the steering wheel in the event that something goes wrong. <sighs> All right. A couple of education stories that I found uh particularly troubling we'll we'll get to those in a minute in a minute in a minute it's not easy to say no it's a minute it's a minute <laughs> uh senator rick scott made a comment about 
the debt and what he wants to do with Social Security and Medicare. I touched on this earlier. I want to just wrap it up. And then we'll go to education. Gary Nolan, Zimmer Radio Network. It is uh, 11-18 on the balloon, on the spy balloon. This is an update because we were talking about this earlier in the program. Uh, We thought that the uh, balloon would get caught up in the winds and would be subject to the vicissitudes of wind direction. It would, wherever the wind was going, it would take the balloon. But apparently this uh, balloon is able to change its course. This according to Brigadier General Pat Ryder. So somehow this balloon is steerable. uh, And it's flying at 60,000 feet. So uh, speculation from listeners that, uh, and and I even said, I'm not sure that they don't have some way of, of driving this thing. Apparently this balloon is in fact somehow steerable. There must be some kind of propulsion system on it. I don't know what or how, but that's according to uh, the U.S. government. Uh, let's see. On the uh, Let me do this very quickly, then I'm going to go to the phones. Julie, you're going to be first, so hang on. Senator Rick Scott, and I talked about this briefly before, says we have to preserve the benefits of Social Security and Medicare and at the same time raise the debt ceiling responsibly. I'm going to tell you right now that Democrats and Republicans need to go after their favored status programs and cut the spending. You can't cut spending significantly enough to avert the disaster we're headed for unless you touch the third rails. For the Republicans, it's the U.S. military. And really, you Republicans uh, in the legislature, you've got it easy. You bring the military home. You quit using them to be the world's police department. You don't need anywhere near as much money to continue to come up with defense and offensive weapons. Cut spending at the Pentagon. And as for you Democrats, find ways to privatize Social Security and get the government out of health care? Because if you don't go after those programs, you will not be able to control the debt in the country. Because you could cut everything else out. Everything else out. You could cut out uh, the Food and Drug Administration. You could cut out the EPA. You could cut out foreign uh, 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 gifts to other countries and, and foreign aid. You could cut out all of that. And you still would be in debt, greater debt, every year if you don't go after the social programs and the military. Because they're, they're, they're eating up such a huge chunk of the budget. That they're literally, they're the reason we're in such trouble. So don't let the Republicans fool you by saying, oh, we're going to try and responsibly uh, cut spending. No, you're not. Not unless you're willing to look at the military, Social Security, and Medicare. And you Democrats better do it, too. To the phones we go. Julie is uh, first in line. Good morning, Julie. How are you? Hi. Good morning, Gary. So, yeah, I'm I'm still burning over those gas stove things, too, because I'm aggravated, one, obviously, again, 
here's another lie that's coming down the pike. Providers are being told this kind of silliness, and it's being framed in such a way where if you have an asthmatic patient or an allergy patient, you know, this is bad for them because some of the lower income people, if they don't have enough heat and it gets really cold out, they will turn their gas stove on, they'll turn the oven part on too, and they'll leave it open and they'll use it for heat. Well, okay, if that's a concern, that's a whole different topic altogether because people don't understand you're not in the private anymore if you can't decide this stuff. And here's the thing. If they get away with gas stoves, what's going to happen to, okay, now you can't build a house that has a fireplace. Why? Well, because people will be using propane for that fireplace or they could be using wood. So when does all this nonsense stop? No one's paying attention and asking the hard questions. Uh, years and years ago, my mother bought a house and it had a gas-fired incinerator. The federal government has stopped. You can't make those anymore. As far as I know, they were outlawed. They took away incandescent light bulbs. They're getting mm -hmm. rid of gasoline-powered engines. They're building in some states, they're, they're saying, if you want to build a home, you can't use gas. I mean, the list goes on and on. If you wanted to buy... Uh, a, a shower head that gave enough force to actually wash your hair, you'd better, you're going to have to either buy an old one or tamper with a new one. Uh, they've right. taken away the amount of, number of gallons per minute. They're regulating your dishwasher. So now it takes three hours for what used to take 45 minutes. They're not stopping and we've let them get this far. They think sky's the limit. Right. And people need to wake up, though, and start pushing back. I don't know what that looks like, but I know if we don't start and, and stop and really look around, figure out what's going on, which with them, it's, it's going to be lie after lie. So you're never going to know the truth. But people have got to pay attention. They've got to start standing up for themselves. Yeah, you know, I a agree. handful of people, it won't happen. We all need to do it because we're all in the same boat, even though what affects me may not affect you. But at some point in time, it's all going to affect all of us. Yeah. What was that uh, that speech that priest made uh, in uh, Germany uh, when they came after the Jews? I didn't say anything because I wasn't Jewish. When they went after the gypsies, I didn't say anything. I wasn't a gypsy. Right. Yeah, and now when they're coming after me, there's no one to stand up. All right, right. and I, I probably beat that uh, all to death, but you get the idea. It's a paraphrase. <laughs> Thank you, Julie. Right. Okay. Take care. Bye. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Yeah. I would think about the things, the power that they have displayed. Think about how much of your freedom they've taken. It's... It's it's almost inconceivable how free people used to be. And now, for your own good, we have to control you. Why is that, Gary? Because you're, you're too stupid. stupid. And that's their mentality. And it's... It, it, and we're just letting it happen. We're not doing a damn thing about it. We're letting them destroy the republic, spend it into oblivion. 
I, I, I've, I've been preaching this for the, forever, and if people don't get it by now, they never will. They just never will. By the way, I did a surgery the other day on another uh, water restrictor. Did you? Yeah. Uh-huh. And my son was very happy. Oh, it was for his uh, yes. shower? Uh-huh. Yeah. He didn't realize that you could do that. He says, what are you doing? You can't do It's like, no, just trust me. This is fine. <laughs> <laughs> and now when he gets in the shower, he says, oh, <laughs> what yeah. a difference. You buy a shower head today, and it restricts the amount of water that, that comes out. But you can take the shower head apart and find the restrictor and pull it out, and suddenly you've got a good old-fashioned shower. Now, I just uh, remodeled the kitchen in, in the new house. We put in a, a new faucet, and it's terrible. I mean, it's just horrible. Takes takes forever to get enough water out of the damn thing to... It just It's just ugly uh, how slow it is. And I'm trying to work up the courage to take it apart and see if I can find the restrictor. <laughs> well, the problem is it's a very They're starting expensive... to bury them deeper and deeper, so consumers can't do that yeah. on their own. And this is a very expensive faucet. I don't want to. If I break the faucet, my wife will break me. Um, and then I got the, in, in the two bathroom faucets. They came with the house. They're that kind of waterfall faucet. Have you seen those? Yes. Uh-huh. There's no water pressure there at all. I mean, it's just blah. So I'm I'm really sorely tempted to um, work up the courage to tear it apart and see what I can find. By the way, you know I'm always looking for an entertaining television show, and, and uh, I try to tell people when I find one. Uh, I found one that is, it, it's a kind of a show where you just put your mind on the shelf, have a few laughs, and uh, and, and just have a good time. There is uh, a token gay couple. They're always, they're always uh, token gay couples. But it's called uh, So Help Me Todd. And it's, it's a funny show. The guy was a private detective. He somehow lost his license. He's working for his mother, an attorney in a big law firm, and they solve cases. And it's a funny show. It's, 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 it's not offensive. Uh, there don't seem to be any social messages in it. It's, it's just a put your, your mind on the shelf and watch it and have a few good laughs. It's a good show. Um, Watch it if you're looking for something to watch, uh, something different. How much time do I have? 30. I bet Scotty doesn't get into his yeah. thing uh, with 30 seconds. I Go ahead, Scotty. So. Hey, y'all talking about that water pressure out in California. A good friend of mine, his wife, just went out there last week, and that was his number one complaint. And the first thing he said, he, had, he said it was kind of like standing under a mist. It took him three, maybe four times as long to take a shower out there. He said it was just pathetic. He said pretty much all of California was pathetic because he's a staunch conservative such as myself. But uh, he, he said that water pressure, he said it's a joke out there. Standing the under a mist. Yeah, <laughs> I that, like that. Yeah. I'm stealing that. Scotty, thank you, buddy. Appreciate it. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. All right, this education story is ugly. What should they do? We'll talk about it next.
This is the Gary Nolan Show. It is uh, 11.35. Glad to have you with us. Glad to be with you. Uh, let's see. Gene says, Gary, the Railway Children on Fossum is a really good movie to watch. We highly recommend spending an hour and a half watching this. Uh, all right, Gene. The Railway Children on Fossum. Okay. Uh, in the meantime, uh, we've got an education story here out of Ohio. Officials are investigating a pro-Nazi homeschooling group. Uh, that's, uh, that takes a lot of brains to get involved in. We'll get to that in just a minute, but Mike's on the line. Mike, good morning. How are you? Hey, thank you very much for taking this. Three quick things, and I'll talk real quick. Is on that weather balloon, I'd shoot that thing down in a heartbeat. There's no, uh, uh, Montana is the least, uh, I go through there five different times, uh, populated area. I don't know what general spineless thing. I'd shoot it down, examine it, ship it back, COD. That's on that. Uh, idea. The other gentleman that called in about the five police officers, uh, I don't believe in the beatings of people, but uh, I, I do want to uh, see what kind of toxicology came back because everybody that uh, is always taken off running uh, and run from the cops, that happens. I think they might have uh, overstepped their boundaries on that. Yeah, wait, main- wait, 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 before you move on. You understand they pulled this guy out of the car and started shouting conflicting orders and then beating him tasing him uh pepper spraying him uh, and i understand it and 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 that's a no-no that's a that's a big no-no but uh, can you imagine if those guys were uh white how many millions of dollars of uh property would have burnt down on that yeah there's no argument that the the uh the racist uh spin is uh is not applicable here. They can't yeah, try also, to make that. Also, at the same token, I'm agreeing with you, but at the same token, a lot of these guys are hopped up on something, and it takes five to take them down if they're whatever they're on. It takes that much energy because that drug is in those bodies. Yeah, but that's but, not what was happening. If you watch that video, you know, and, and I understand. It, uh, but but uh, my only part is, is I'm agreeing with a lot that that's a no-no, but if... These guys, they they get their adrenaline going and they take it out on that person. That's a no-no. But at the same token, I I, I would tell you that uh, uh, for all the police officers, uh, this and that, that uh, I I understand their adrenaline's going. But uh, I would think that everybody is, when it comes to a police officer, they're guilty right off the bat. Let's hammer them. Let's get them out. Let's kick them out. Where's that part about uh, innocent until proven guilty? Well, that's why they're being uh, brought to the courtroom. Yeah, uh, they're going to be held accountable. Uh, they'll have a trial. They'll have the chance to explain what they were doing. And if the jury believes them, then they're in good shape. If the jury yes, doesn't believe I'm- them, then they're going to have to suffer the consequences of their own behavior. And I'm all part of that due process. Hey, listen, last quick thing. You had a caller call in about two months ago uh, down in Jefferson City about the dead carcasses of deer and all the trash. Within five miles, when you come in east or west on 50 on Jeff, it's not right, Turgeon. Um, uh, instead of building that $7 million bridge that they wanted across the Missouri River Bridge for her bicycle people and, and that bridge to nowhere over to Adrian's Island, which is a swamp, I would like to really see her do something about all the trash coming in and out because 
I, we only let our relatives come in town after dark. <laughs> <laughs> and then we tell them, no, and then they say, oh, well, we'll, we'll stay at a, and no one wants your relatives to uh, um, go to a hotel, you know. They always do want you to go to a hotel, I should say. But we say, no, come stay with us. Come, You know, you don't need to do that because we also don't want them watching Channel 17, the liberal channel. So we, we, we love the relatives, but please let somebody, instead of the state coming through with our little workers getting prevailing wage, get, get the inmates back out there and give them 5 or $10 an hour instead of 30 cents an hour. You know, uh, it, it, it's trashy. It's, it's, it's very nasty but anyway i appreciate you letting me uh speak but uh have a good day my man all right mike thank you on a froster buns friday Woo! he unloaded <laughs> he unloaded oh before i get to this school thing let me see if i can find this uh message i got yesterday after the show uh is this it no that's i did get a I got a message from Dennis. Why is the MoDOT not picking up the dead deer anymore on the highways? That's pretty close to what I was... Uh, Jack, no, that's not it. Let me see if I can find this. I made a comment yesterday about um, the, the ASC. Uh, it is a, uh, a group that apparently tests mechanics. Uh, and if you if you if you're looking to get your car fixed, that might be the uh, the place to go. Uh, now I can't find the email. This guy called sent me a message uh, suggesting that oh, this is it. I found it. Um, Philip said, this is a follow-up on your remarks yesterday late in the broadcast. ASC certification does not mean that a mechanic is properly trained. It simply means they took a test from an independent company and passed. Basically, they know how to take a test. Similar to the FDA certifying meat in the grocery store. Uh, that only proves that they might have an inspector somewhere in the process of getting the meat from the stockyard to the grocery store, but it doesn't necessarily prove that the inspector has a clue as to what they're doing. I've been a mechanic, he writes, for over 30 years, and I am not ASC certified because I view the certification as a smokescreen. ASC certification doesn't guarantee the tech knows uh, how to put the knowledge into action or if the mechanic even possesses the knowledge. I know ASC certified techs that don't have a clue what they're doing when asked to perform even a simple task. Many seasoned, fully trained OEM certified mechanics believe ASC simply stands for Ask Someone Else. Hopefully this clarifies. If, uh, if not, feel free to contact me. Thank you, Philip. Uh, Philip, I don't know uh, what all the other mechanics think of ASC. If ASC is not doing the job, not producing really good mechanics, then they will fail. Uh, but right now, you see that ASC certification, you think, well, this guy knows what he's doing. If that's wrong, people will ignore the ASC certification. It won't be a benefit to the companies that hire them. Uh, as for your... Um, uh, your standing, uh, apparently, uh, 
certified by a dealership or, or by a manufacturer, I think that's terrific, too. All I'm saying, though, is that when the government licenses an occupation, you don't have a choice. When a, an organization certifies somebody, you do. And that was the point of the conversation. But I am curious about the ASC certification. Now you've raised that question for me. Maybe some other mechanics listening can tell me if that ASC certification means anything to you. In the meantime, we go to the phones. Paul, good morning. How are you? I'm just grateful, Gary. Hey, I just thought maybe I'd poke a few holes in the balloon conversation. Uh-huh. But, uh-huh. Um, yeah, but, you know, it seems like we would have an air an aircraft that could go to that altitude that would have maybe a 50 cal mounted on it. And we could put together a team of engineers that could uh, do like a controlled descent, you know, poke a few holes in it low, see how it starts to descend and and then poke a few more holes in it and and just kind of let it descend down to an unpopulated area. And as, as for your concern that they might have some uh, munitions that would detonate before a certain altitude. Man, if they're sending if they're sending an aircraft over our airspace with uh, that's like weaponized like that, they've got some big they, big problems um, to deal with as far as we're concerned with that. But of course, that's all assuming we had a president with a backbone who would take some some measures like that. But I think we have the should have the know how to be able to. Uh, take that down in a controlled descent to some place where they're, you know, they're the risk of hitting any civilian population are very minimal. So that's my two cents. Well, I don't, uh, I don't agree with your two. I don't disagree with your two cents. I think we do have the, the uh, wherewithal to bring that thing down. Uh, maybe we're using it to our advantage. Maybe we're filling it with all kinds of misinformation. I don't know. Huh. Yeah. Well, it'd be interesting to see. I'll be very disappointed if the thing just kind of sails on and we don't hear anything else about it. Um, they, um, but uh, well, yeah, like I say, I'm I don't not sure we have a president with enough backbone to really take anything that might uh, cause concern. It might get China the least bit upset. Yeah, uh, we'll like say- I, you know, the, the bottom line here is I don't give a rodent's rectum if China gets upset or not. They're flying right. a balloon over our country. We have a right to stop it. Yes. Uh, Yep. Uh, just plain and simple. Yeah, but that, that could cut off uh, Hunter's allowance. Uh, that, could, <laughs> that could come back to bite the Bidens. All right, yep. Paul, thank you for the call. Thank Glad you. to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. I will get to this school in Ohio and uh, get your opinion and feedback in just a few minutes on the Gary Nolan Show, the Zimmer Radio Network. Brian wants to open up a new marketplace. Uh, good morning. <laughs> it is 1151 and apparently, uh, we're ahead of schedule now. We're selling we marijuana. Are three days ahead of schedule. Looks like uh, Missouri is now legally uh, allowing people to purchase marijuana across the counter. Uh, recreationally. Recreationally, yes. Uh, so, Brian is uh, curious to see if they'll run ads on on radio i don't know if they were going to i mean are these things in the works because you know i they don't do alcohol anymore to my knowledge they 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 used to have a lot of restrictions regarding what you could say in ads regarding you know you can't have certain liquor specials yeah remember the government came in and 
put the ex-nay on that. And yeah, I'm not sure that that's entirely constitutional. Uh, but what you do see are ads for lo brand loyalty. You know, drink Anheuser-Busch, uh, Budweiser, or whatever it is. Uh, it's, you know, it's got some special flavor. It's cold and refreshing, whatever. They'll do those kinds of things. They may not say, you know, come buy a six-pack and get half off. But uh, they'll promote wines and even liquors I've seen uh, on, on television. Uh, I don't think they should be able to restrict prices. Uh, I don't think they should have anything to do with prices. That should be up to the private marketplace. But, you know, they could, you know, I, I can just, I can, I can see it now. Hey, taking a trip? No, man, it's a regular cigarette. No, that wouldn't work. But, but I'm sure they'll have no problem uh, getting customers. They, with a limited supply of legal pot, those those places will be swamped. They won't need to advertise. But if they do, we're the libertarian station here, just so you know. You know, in case Brian's right, and they, they want to run an ad. I mean, I wouldn't even know where to go. Would you? No, but people, you've been telling me where to go for 15 years. <laughs> well, huh? yeah, that's a different place. <laughs> I wouldn't even have to strike a match to light the joint. Uh, Jim, welcome. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. How are you? Okay, Gary, how you doing? Enjoy your show. Thank you. Uh, let me, uh, I just wanted to comment on one thing. It may not be important because I'm an old guy. But <laughs> I'm 73, but I was in the FBI in 68 as a film product mission which there were 6,000 of us kids back then, no big deal, Jagger Hoover. But my dad was 100% disabled vet. I got in the FBI really good with a really good clearance, and I, I like I said, I was a favorite technician. And after I got out, got married and left, I wouldn't, I didn't like the uh, sum on the back, don't go here, don't go there, don't do this stuff, even though we were just clerks. Uh, but I got to Houston, and I always wanted to be in law enforcement. And... Even with an FBI clearance, which I had a clearance as during Vietnam, uh, that I applied there, and they had the four, they had the the wits about them. Never had had any alcohol or any, you know, disruptions or anything. And I thought I was a pretty good candidate, but I had a new GTO in '68, and I had about six tickets. <laughs> so. What I'm saying, just to get to the point real quick, is that the they had enough whereabouts about the top people that were making the decisions to say, well, this guy's good. I mean, he's got a top, you know, got a security clearance in the FBI, and he's a good kid, and everything's cool, but he's breaking the law with this guy. No, no big racing or nothing. Just And so anyway, my point is, these five officers, they've already said that Memphis was having a real problem hiring good cops. So... They, the whoever the person is in charge, it all trickles down. Just decided to hire anybody, forgive felons, do anything, and let them become police. Well, whatever happened in the situation, those five guys should have never been there. If you're not even letting spies in the FBI when he's a young guy and in shape and knows how to shoot. Yeah, well, here's the problem. Shooting. Here's here's the problem, Jim. Uh, we're vilifying the police all over the country. Right. And nobody wants to take on that responsibility for that kind of pay. So everybody's having a hard time hiring. Net result sure. is you lower your standards. 
That's exactly right. And and that's the that's the worst thing you can possibly do. Uh well take for example, I don't care if they like him or not, but Blue Bloods is great. Yeah, you I know, like that. Tom Selleck's my great guy. But he's very strict on his morals and what happens to people. You take responsibility for what you do and don't blame other people. But if you if you if you wanna if you could just say, Well, we don't care that you beat your wife or didn't pay this or yeah, they, the they, they need a they need an adequate supply of of people applying in order to to become more discerning. And I and I I'm going to let you go. Uh, I just want to know about. Point. I I just want one last bit of information that uh, that GTO uh, was that you said a sixty eight. Yes, sir. That's the smaller GTO, right? No, it's the regular size GTO. Well, that they the, they got smaller after sixty five, so like that. But it was a regular size 400, 400, 360 horse with HO package. Oh, I'll bet you wish you had that now. All right. Well, Jim. I had a, enough different two. Mine was a three speed instead of a four. I yeah, got 80 to, 80 to 110 in about three seconds. God, I love those old muscle cars. I All right, do Jim. too. And see, buddy, how you have a great day, and uh, we appreciate your. And someday I'll call back about a deal about Missouri, but I'll, I'll call you later. All right. Thank you. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. 67 Pontiac GTO, four-speed. That's a dream car for me. All right. Uh, apparently, in the state of Ohio, and I've been trying to get to this for uh, uh, several, uh, I guess for at least an hour and a half, Ohio's Education Department said it would investigate an apparent use of fascist materials by a homeschooling network after reports that the pro-Nazi group is run by a couple living in the state of Ohio. There's not much they can do about this, and frankly, there's not much they should do about this. But good conservative homeschooling people should get the word out that they disavow any of this crap that these Nazis are promoting. There's likely little the state can do because the state mandates that certain topics be taught. It doesn't govern the details of what homeschool can and cannot include. I'm not sure if this story is designed to scare people out of homeschooling, but certainly you would not be teaching your kids uh, Nazism or racism. Certainly this is an outlier. All right, I, I got to run. Glenn Beck is waiting to come in. Whatever it is in life that you want, go out and get it. Don't wait for the government to drop it in your lap. You make it happen. You seize the day, Carpe Diem. Gwen, baby. Honey, I'm coming home.